Welcome back to the Playoffs of Life podcast with your host, Adrian Hatcher. As always, if you would like to support the podcast, follow the journey on social media via YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Anchor, Spotify, and much more. Everything will be available in the description box of the episode. For today's episode, we'll talk about the Ben Simmons trade rumors. Uh, We'll get into how the team, uh, Ben has let the team know that he will not be reporting to training camp, uh, whether the team's interested in Ben can give the Sixers equal compensation back for an all-star player. We'll also evaluate the process in order to help bring some context on how the Sixers ended up losing out on major generational talent throughout the years and whether or not they can rebound as a franchise back to the top of the Eastern Conference. With that being said, Ben Simmons, we all know the type of player he is. And even though this year there were major weaknesses that showed in his game, he still has accomplished a lot in the short span that he has been in the NBA. So far, Ben Simmons accolades records as a three times All-Star, All-NBA team, All-Defensive team, All-Rookie team, and Rookie of the Year. With that being said, we all know that in the playoffs, he seemed scared or pretty much hesitant to enforce his will on the game which was one of the reasons they ended up losing to the Atlanta Hawks in the playoffs. But let's get off. Let's get off that. Because what we're here to talk about is the trade rumors. It is probably a guarantee that Ben Simmons is not going to be on the Sixers start to, to start the season. Or at least he will be getting traded sometime this year. Um, whether or not he goes to a team of his choice, it's not really his choice. He's on a four-year contract, which means he's locked down for the foreseeable future. And the Sixers are trying to make it past the Eastern Conference Finals. So Ben Simmons honestly would be the best shot they have unless they got an amazing package back in the Ben Simmons trade. But I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do that. The top two teams interested in Ben Simmons are the Toronto Raptors and Minnesota Timberwolves. But due to the high asking price for compensation from Philadelphia, it seems as if a deal would be hard to come by. Minnesota has more assets than a lot of teams and may be the front runner to acquire him with a roster consisting of D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and a quality role player such as Malik Beasy, Nas Reed, Jared Culver, uh, Josh Kogi, Jared Vanderbilt. So it's not really hard to see the best return for Ben Simmons will be coming from the Minnesota Timberwolves. I truly feel like they're the front runners to get Ben, but we'll find out because the team has talked about how they want Ben. If they do get him, you wouldn't be able to keep either DeAndre Russell or Carl Anthony Towns. And those two are buddies. And you know, when you're buddy buddy in the league and you're a top all-star player, you want to keep as much all-star talent on your team as possible, which means they will be giving up a considerable amount of either role players packaged with uh, first round picks um, or they are going to end up giving up one of their stars to see if Ben Simmons can actually get them past the hump. The Toronto Raptors are also a team interested in Ben Simmons. Uh, entering the NBA season, they're kind of in limbo. They've changed their rosters to allow young talent to take over. Kyle Lowry is gone, which means Pascal Siakam is your franchise player. Now, even if his name had been in trade rumors, uh, Fred Van Fleet netted himself a nice contract for about four years, $85 million. Gary Trent Jr. Uh, cemented his role last season as a go-to scorer for them. OG Ananobi is still a young, up-and-coming talent with defensive, pro- with defensive uh, uh, prowess and a really defensive, uh, really developing offensive game. 
as well as a good cast of young players in Ken Birch, Yute Watanabe, uh, Scotty Barnes, who was their lottery pick this year, and Chris Boucher. Chris uh, they're all season points to a team still vying to stay competitive while overturning the roster with younger talent. Even though other teams can acquire Ben Simmons, there really aren't any teams that have as much assets as the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Toronto Raptors. You know, these teams may include the Golden State Warriors, the San Antonio Spurs, the Portland Trailblazers, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Even though these teams do have really good talent, young talent too, none of these teams can make a package that I think is strong enough, especially with the high asking price that Philly has been asking for since the offseason started. Uh, in the event Ben Simmons stays on the team, uh, mainly because of the four-year contract he signed to, you know, there's going to be a lot of drama and a lot of hangover from the media throughout the their entire regular season and playoff run. You know, I don't know if a franchise really wants to deal with all that, but if they do, Ben Simmons being the generational talent he is, he may actually um, up his trade value enough to get traded in the middle of the season, or he may show that he's developed his game and confidence enough that the weaknesses that we saw in these playoffs are no longer there, or at least mitigated. So we'll find out soon. Um, but with that being said, I also want to dive into what I feel like the 76ers weakness has been, and I think it's been their front office and the vision that they've had. If you really look at the last five to seven years, at least from 2013 now to 2021, there is so much talent that has just been let go or just has not worked that when put in a different situation have thrived. Um, I'm pretty sure you know, and if you don't know, it's a fun fact that the trust the process slogan was created by a player of the name Tony Roten who played for the Philadelphia 76ers way back in 2013. With that slogan, the franchise has taken it and basically built a whole brand around it, trusting the process to the point where they've given up not only talent, but they've mortgaged their entire future into players such as a Ben Simmons and a Joel Embiid at this point. Uh, but let's look at the timelines so we can see if maybe we can pinpoint major, um, major shifts in the culture and pinpoint where they've gone wrong. Since 2013, this is the moves that they have done throughout uh, the last six to seven years. Uh, in 2013, when the process begins, the Sixers overhauled almost their entire roster, giving up veterans such as Drew Holiday. But they did add a lot of young G League player talent. Um, and they also acquired Nerlens Noel and Michael Carter-Williams in the draft of that year. You know, they had a lot of success, especially Michael Carter-Williams early in his career. He showed that he could actually be a really good player for them and possibly a franchise player. But even though he did have talent, the next year they went on at least a 26-game losing streak. And Nerlens Noel did not even play because he, of his injury that he suffered in college, which made him sit out an entire season. Going into 2014, Joel Embiid was drafted, but just like Nerlens Noel, he was sit out due to an injury for a good amount of time. In 2015, the Sixers got the third overall pick, selecting Jaheel Okafor. Now let's pause for a second. So far, they've drafted at least three big men, three supposed franchise big men, because these are top level picks. Jaheel Okafor, Joel Embiid, Nerlens Noel. So it's really hard to say that they had a plan at this point in time, but we'll keep going. Uh, in 2016, 
They let go of their head coach. Sam Hankey basically resigned. In 2016, they did acquire Ben Simmons. And that kind of signaled a point in the franchise, especially since you didn't draft another big man. With that being said though, uh, with the number one pick, they acquired Markel Fultz, a point guard of the future. And we kind of all know how that didn't work out, saying that Markel kind of had an injury which affected his shoulder greatly to the point where he really couldn't shoot for an entire season. And it took way longer than Philadelphia 76ers fans were waiting uh, we're going to wait for him to actually actually show what he was capable of. In that same year, they had a little bit of regular season success, and they even earned a playoff spot, beating the Miami Heat in the first round. Um, soon after that, though, there was a Twitter scandal with Brian Colangelo, the president of basketball operations, and that left the team, or he had to leave the team due to this, and they ended up promoting Elton Brand to the position of vice president of general manager. In 2018, a trade to get Jimmy Butler cements the team for a deep playoff run, but it doesn't really work out, mainly because Jimmy, being the alpha dog he is, um, was able to get the team deep into the playoffs. And they actually made some success, but they got beat by the Toronto Raptors, which pretty much ended the core of Jimmy, Joel, Ben, and Tobias Harris that they did have at the time. 2019 rolls around and Jimmy leaves for the Miami Heat. And in 2020, the season brought more success with Doc Rivers becoming the head coach. But just like previous seasons, they only have really good regular season success. Also, Darren Morey became the president of basketball operations for a team. And they would actually get to uh, a division title that they haven't achieved in the last 20 years, having the best record in the East. With that being said, the playoff run begins with a five-game stretch to beat the Washington Wizards and ends with a second-round loss to the Atlanta Hawks in the conference semifinals. And that's where we are now. So following that timeline, it just seems like no matter what they did, the 76ers have not only drafted incorrectly, but the acquisitions that they did bring in through free agency, um, it just haven't, hasn't worked out. It just doesn't seem like it's been the right combination of players, coaches, and development for them to actually be successful. But with that being said, let me know what you think. If you're listening to this on YouTube, leave a comment about what you think about the episode. If you agree with some of the points I made, if you saw some inconsistencies in the timeline um, and whether or not you think Ben Simmons is going to be traded and where is he going to be traded? Uh, If you have an opinion, leave a comment or go to Anchor and leave a comment as well. I would definitely appreciate it. Uh, Once again, thank you for listening to the Playoffs of Life podcast. This is your host, Adrian Hatcher. Follow me on all the social media platforms in the description, and I will see y'all next episode, guys. Peace.